0: Welcome to the perky and man dadcast full of turkey roast potatoes and all the trimmings or if you're a vegetarian a nut loaf and a lot of veg on the show today we
1: will be speaking dad christmas cracker jokes the school nativity and some last minute toy ideas you are listening to the perky and man dadcast Hello and welcome to the Dadcast, the Christmas special. Hello Richard, how you doing, mate?
0: Oh, I'm doing very well. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, but we're back for the festive bumper. 2016 edition of dad cast lots to talk about
1: yeah we do we were planning to do one every two weeks but you know what it's like being a dad things come up and uh you know the babies have got to come first rather than speaking about the babies but uh, but everyone's happy everyone's healthy and we are raring to go with our christmas special i mean what have you been up to in the last month or so
0: well lots of work to be honest and um yeah lots of work is essentially that but we also had uh, phoebe's fifth birthday which involves a party, which we will talk about a little bit later. Oh, cool. Okay.
1: What, on another episode or later today?
0: No, I th- well, t- well, t- maybe today if we've got time because, um, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Cool. Yes, oh, okay. a five-year-old party is very funny. We've got lots of things to talk about. What about you? Everything good with you?
1: Yeah, everything's really good. I went to a lovely event in London all about Christmas toys... Which was yeah. a dream come true, you might have seen it on on Twitter. We tweeted about it a lot I sent loads and loads of tweets uh, if you want to check on those it 's at dadcast u k but they were basically announcing the toys that they thought would be the biggest toys for Christmas two thousand and sixteen so this was like the beginning of November. They did it, and uh, I saw some pretty interesting things. I was quite pleased with shall I tell you what the what the twelve are, just in case you 've got you know any last minute panics and you need to buy a present for a kid do you want to hear what these are yeah
0: yeah i've got to admit i've not bought much at all in fact i think soaps bought most things but i haven't at all so um that's such a dad thing isn't
1: it it's kind of when you start having kids it's like you you split the the chores and the mum buys the presents and the dad just kind of cracks on with everything else and puts up christmas lights and stuff but so uh lego friends amusement park roller coaster that's in the list but wow but it's good it's 89.99 Richard that's a lot of lego hang on is it motorized i t- to be honest i didn't actually see that one in action i was too busy looking at the star wars lego behind it there was a ah, star wars rebel yeah. u-wing fighter which i was playing with i kind yeah, of ignored uh... the uh the other one um there's the shopkins chef club hotspot kitchen i i didn't look at it it looked quite dull silly sausage was a good one yeah i've heard about that
0: is it family friendly
1: i think it's pretty I, I don't know i think it's family friendly I, again i didn't get to play the game i just hung out with a massive eight foot sausage <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go we'll quote that i just hung out with a massive eight foot sausage alex perkins <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not something you can uh you know boast about every day um there's a thing called hatchimals now you might have heard of hatchimals they've sold out apparently, yeah everywhere do your kids? Oh, really? Do your kids like these things?
0: Have if, if they heard about these? Do they want these? They've not heard about them. I saw it. It looked pretty good, though. Yeah, well,
1: it's it's like an egg that it just sits there and then eventually it hatches and then it's a toy inside. But that's that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. You
0: could get them a chick, really, an actual. And that's chick. real. I mean, obviously, you'd need a you'd need something to put it in, like an incubator, but. Um... If you can't get that toy, then actually get them a chick.
1: <laughs> right, that's a good idea. That's very good. It's very good. There's a couple that um, are very, like, dad-friendly. Hot Wheels Ultimate Garage. Oh, that does sound good. Again, that sounds
0: very good. 89 yeah.
1: There's a Nerf. Endredrike, that's ridiculous. Uh, a, a Nerf gun where you can just fire the these, like, foam things at your kids,
0: which is good. Sorry, no, the kids probably fire them at you. I saw one of these recently, and I thought, uh, like, a really, the basic one, it was about I don't know four quid in Waitrose and I thought it'd be really good to get to shoot at the children and I said to Sophie, should we just get one you know she said why would you want to get it I said well we can just shoot it at the girls and she said have you just heard what you said and I said yeah and I said oh it doesn't sound quite right does it she said well not really and I said well I didn't mean it you know in a nasty way just sort of you know on the back I don't know on the I said I know, even saying it now it sounds bad it was a bit of fun. But, um... <laughs> yeah, only in a place <laughs> that
1: it will just kind of hurt them a little bit. That's fine. That's fine.
0: Do you know what? Yeah, For, for a Christmas years ago, I had a Megatron. Right. And I got this sort of, uh, th- it was it was in a gun, and it was like different parts, and you could create this this big sort of sniper rifle. And I'd created the transformer part of it, and it sat behind me. This is LinkedIn talking about the Nerf gun. Yeah. yeah. Because we had these foam... Puff things that you could just flick around. I don't know what they were. You put them in a tube and you just flick them around. You know, it's one of those bizarre, rubbishy things that become the most interesting thing at Christmas. (laughs) So Dad and I decided to play kind of, you know, cricket or baseball or rounders, whatever. We were flicking these foam things and then smacking with this tube. And then Dad got in and as he brought the tube back, he smacked Megatron and and broke half of his arm, which came off. I'd had that about an hour. And that was just like the the most disappointing thing ever that we'd broken it with, you know, the sort of a a rubbish, uh, (laughs) you know, rubbish foam kind of toy. And I still got it. I tried to sell it last year. And the guy in this shop in Cheshire was like, oh, wow, you've got that. I said, yeah, yeah. He said, let's have a look at it. I got it in its original package. (coughs) And he said, oh, this is worth a lot. And I said, really? He said, is it all all in working order? I said, yeah. (laughs) Well, I said, apart from a, a little bit that's broken there. And he said, oh, really? He said, oh, okay." I said, "Well, what, there's obviously that makes a, a difference in price." He said, "I won't buy it off you." I was like, "Oh no! What would it?" If I still had it, he said he would give me fifty quid, and I was thinking, if he's going to give me fifty quid, he's going to sell that for at least a hundred quid, which for a bit of plastic is not bad. I mean, I sold all my my Star Wars a few years ago to him. Um, I made some good money, but he, <laughs> he'd have made really good money out of them. <laughs> there you go. I,
1: I went off on a complete tangent there. Carry on with the list, Mr. Perkins. There's an expensive thing, Thomas a Tank Engine and friends. Trackmaster sky high bridge jump they've got thomas a tank engine but doing like leaps that's not right is it no poor patrol air patroller that's one of the top 12 speak out which you might have seen it's a board game where you have to put these oh i
0: have seen that yeah
1: it's like it's horrendous like torture device in your mouth
0: i think that looks really really weird that sort of freaks me out slightly we did play it It the other day and it it is weird to play because yeah some of the
1: things you have to say do sound like you're swearing if you're not actually uh yeah i don't think it should yeah. be for kids to be fair and then the best one for me i had a go on it and i really like it it's a selfie mic uh
0: so it's yeah like, i saw the picture yeah do you see it you, you so- tweeted the picture didn't you yeah you tweeted the picture yeah but
1: that's right check it out it's, uh, at dadcast uk but it's um it's yeah so it's a selfie stick where you put your phone on the end and it's got a microphone so you can just record yourself singing <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just <laughs> It's bizarre, isn't it? So if you were to attribute different parts of the roast dinner, the Christmas dinner, okay. to those gifts, what, what would they be? So, you know, what would be the the big one out of all those, the, the, the turkey? You know, this is probably for you, maybe personally, you know.
1: Well, I'll, OK, this is what I think. I think uh, Speak Out would be the turkey because it's a bit of a crowd pleaser for everyone to get involved with. It's the big centrepiece. OK. It's a big box. I'd say the selfie mic would be the parsnips uh not for everybody <laughs> but the people that do like it love it i'd say the star wars rebel ewing fighter for me would be the roast potatoes just i knew you were gonna say that i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> i
0: knew it i'd seriously i knew it i knew it <laughs>
1: uh silly sausage will be the pigs in blankets just because the sausages you know yeah uh, and yeah, then yeah. sprouts Oh, I'd be I'd be thinking maybe the Shopkins Chef Club Hotspot Kitchen would be a sprout uh yeah. and, and 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 maybe the Paw Patrol air patroller. But do you know what? I'm not a kid so I I've got no say no. in it. Also. Um one thing about this event though, which is which is great to go along to, is that they give you a massive goodie bag at the end of it. Oh, that's and, fun. And I've got it in the studio with me, probably here. i and rattling it about. Um and Yeah. There's there's lots of things in here that that i don't particularly need so i was just thinking if there's anyone listening that wants to sort of like have a look i mean i'm happy to send some of these things to people just if they send us a message and just say oh give me give me that and i'll i'll stick it in an envelope and post that it. sounds great so i just I'll that's just, perfect i'll reach in and find a couple of things and just let them know what yeah yeah go for it go uh, for it my little pony little my little pony uh if you want that just let us know there's uh um some num nums which are lip gloss or stamp in a in a little pot I've have no idea what that is um, there's there's loads of it. there's sumsums are you aware of sumsums no me me neither me neither there's no uh, no, uh, no, uh, no lego nexo knights which it's a boys thing there's uh, some easy beads you can have there's a, a marvel 500 a little packet of something uh, and there's also there's also this that you can have if you uh, if your kid uses VTEC Toot Toot. There's a, a noble knight that says things like this. I am noble,
0: a very strong knight. I protect my friends, so they're all right.
1: <laughs> that kind of thing. So if you want anything from the goodie bag then just get in contact at dadcast uk i'll That's go to great. facebook send us a note
0: i'll stick something in an envelope and post it to you for the new year you're missing a trick you could have given that, that to, your, to your wife and your daughter <laughs> you know you could have given them bizarre presents not appropriate for either of them but you know no
1: no, no. that night just said something else as well it's kind of just in the bag just the problem was i went from from this event there's a couple of things there's one thing we're going to give to tilly which is this turtle that you press buttons and it sings songs and stuff and i went from there right. i had a few hours in town because i was doing something else in the afternoon and i was going in and i went to the cinema and as i was walking into the cinema this turtle started singing to me
0: i was like ah!
1: I, I couldn't find the off switch so I was, like, just trying to settle it. And then as I'd move, it would, like, knock another button and it starts singing
0: again.
1: The Dadcast, slowly weaning you onto solid parenthood.
0: Two weeks ago, it was Phoebe's fifth birthday, and we had our first proper party. And after much deliberation of deciding if we'd go to some soft play area or go for ice cream at this local ice cream parlour, which do parties we decided to do it at home because we thought that way it's not dependent on an exact number you know yeah of course so we did this party i guess we left it a little bit late on a on a a few accounts but we were sort of ready but those those things that you sort of don't think about and the main thing (laughs) was the fact that there were eight children plus phoebe plus georgia yeah for three hours running around our house and running around downstairs because obviously we didn't want them to go upstairs. Um, and also quite a few mums stayed over and sort of had coffee and we had some cakes and stuff around, yeah. which was lovely. We didn't think that sort of many people would stay, but pretty much everyone stayed. <laughs> so we had we had all the mums and we had all the children and uh, we had three hours. And games that we had sort of decided we'd do, we'd probably slightly pitched for slightly older children. So a game that we thought might take 20, 25 minutes sort of ended up taking eight minutes because they got a bit bored. <laughs> and I was saying to Soph, right, okay, let's think of a, a game. Let's think of a you know, let's think of a drama game. Let's think of an acting game. Yeah. She was like, what, what? I was thinking of all these years, you know, teaching drama <laughs> and acting at various places. In the end, I was doing the the sort of the the word association game with five year olds. Well, some of them were four year olds. i oh, no. literally looking at time, thinking, right, this is enjoyable. All they're all having a great time. Phoebe's having a great time, the mums are having a great time, they're all drinking coffee and eating cakes, but Soph and I are <laughs> desperately trying to sort of go, right, What what's next, what's next? It was, it was three hours, as a, as a note of caution, oh. I think three hours is half an hour too long. Also, we thought maybe people will start drifting off, you know, 15 minutes before. They didn't, they stayed until the end, if not later, which was great, you know, which was a testament, A, to the party, and B... The, the mums and everyone was having a good time, and they, they were most welcome. Look, I know, <laughs> I, I know mums, and
1: if you wanted to get rid of the mums, you have to cut off the supply of coffee and cake. Yeah,
0: and even, even worse, yeah. if there
1: was Prosecco about, they're the things, you, if you cut off that supply, they will drift
0: away. Well, well I, said, I was the only guy there. Not that this is an issue, <laughs> but I was the only guy. So there were, um, um, I don't know, what we're looking at about 16, 17, 18 females and me but it was funny it was a funny funny party and phoebe loved it absolutely loved it but um we should have probably had double the amount of games you know yeah
1: I, i've got a friend who does children's entertainment and she has this great story of she got sent to this address in um like near abbey road in northwest london and she got oh, yeah. there and uh, jude law opened the door right <laughs> she's like oh so he then led her up to this bedroom to get so she could get changed and then she got changed she's like oh my god this is jude law's kids and so she then went down in her kind of like clowny outfit with her balloons that she was going to do balloon modeling in the garden You've casually got Sadie Frost there, you've got Kate Moss was there, a couple of other people (laughs) like that. I don't know if one of the Gallagher, maybe Liam Gallagher might have been there, but just a few of the kind of, you know, rich and famous. And of course, they were all on the Prosecco and just standing (laughs) back just having a whale of a time it's just an excuse for the mums to get together and and have some have some fizz that's what it is these
0: parties yeah
1: but well done for I, doing the entertainment yourself that must have been exhausting i bet when everyone left i bet well, you guys must have just crashed
0: out on the floor we did we really did and the thing is that we didn't really know any of the other parents that well because phoebe's only just started school mm. so maybe going on into different years you know we'll know people but um but they were lovely they were a great bunch but yeah we did get to the end and said Never again. (laughs) Georgia, for your your fifth birthday, we will not do this.
1: (laughs) The Perky and Man Dadcast. Holding your hand and getting you to push through the first few years of fatherhood. So Christmas is a very special time of year for dads because it's the one time of the year that dad jokes are acceptable in the form of Christmas cracker jokes.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's great for the dads because they can just indulge in their favorite puns and naffness and it's kind of acceptable now i've got a couple of classic cracker jokes that i've kind of tweaked to make them even more suitable for you know new dads i'll let you just try to sort of guess what um the, the <laughs> answers to these classic christmas cracker jokes are. why did the golfer pack two pairs of socks i <laughs> haven't got a clue haven't got a clue no, uh, i haven't got a clue. Well, my answer is because he was a dad and would probably use the first pair to wipe up baby vomit. <laughs> on, on, the, <laughs> yes. on, on the card, it's in case he got a hole in one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you yeah. call cheese that you don't own? Um, vomit. no it's the focus (laughs) it's the focus of your child's attention in a cafe no matter how much food you give them it's always the cheese on the next person's Uh, plate oh yeah 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 very Uh, good officially it's nacho cheese eh eh nacho
0: cheese (laughs) nacho cheese It is a classic, yeah.
1: (laughs) What does Santa's little helpers learn at school? Come on, Rich, you must know this one. What does Santa's little
0: helpers learn at school? Um, what do they learn at school? I thought you'd be all over this. You've got two kids. I thought you'd be all over the dad jokes. No, I... I,
1: No, I like it. I'm I'm enjoying them, though. Well, the, the official answer is the alphabet... Uh, yeah.
0: yeah 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 very good very good but
1: my answer is what do Santa's little helpers learn at school not much unless they're in the catchment area for the local Catholic school <laughs> uh. I've got I've got one more um what do you call it, think Christmas here think Christmas what do you call a cat on the beach come on rich what a do cat you call on a the beach on the beach uh I don't know. I am sorry. This but, is I feel I feel I feel like I've failed. I well, feel like I've failed. The absolutely. Christmas cracker answer is, what do you call a cat on the beach is Sandy Paws. It's a bit of a oh, God,
0: very good. But yeah. my
1: answer is, what do you call a cat on the beach? A holiday toxoplasmosis risk. Hey. There <laughs> we go. They're my Yeah. <laughs> my dad's, very good. my dad friendly Christmas cracker jokes for this year. There we go.
0: We, I tell you what, looking for, to next year, we should, we should uh, market our own Christmas cracker jokes. And, I think and put so. Them out there. In fact, we should put them out there. Let's put them out there on, on Twitter or whatever. Let's oh, do we that should. We should next we week.
1: Should. We'll mock them up onto a proper Christmas cracker thing yeah, yeah we'll I'll, do that on yeah. a little bit of paper fab fab we'll do that um if you want to get involved with the show in any way at dadcast uk is the best way to get involved we've also got facebook page forward slash dadcast uk or you can email dadcast at gmail.com your baby may be at risk if you follow any advice given by perky or man
0: as you know children pick up on songs yeah usually nursery rhymes and things like that um, and over the last couple of years, Phoebe has picked up on, you know, a, a Kate Bush song, a a, a Bowie song and, and a Stone song, j- just a little bit. But recently, what she's really taken to is an obscure Prince song called Seven. I don't know if you know Seven. No, I don't know it at all. It's from um, it's from the Prince and the New Power Generation, the, the, the Symbol oh, um, yeah, yeah, album yeah. from uh, early 90s. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same album that My Name is Prince is on. And I am funky. This, And I am funky. (laughs) Exactly. So let me just read you the chorus which Phoebe has started to sing. Oh, God. And she started this when she was four. Oh, God. I'm terrified. All seven, and we will watch them fall. They stand in the way of love, and we will smoke them all. With their intellect, although she says internet, (laughs) with their intellect and a savoir faire, no one in the whole universe will ever compare. I am yours now and you are mine and together we will love through all space and time. So don't cry. One day all seven will die. Oh, God. Now, the beginning of the song is done cappella. It's, it's a great song. I mean, check it out afterwards because it's a really good song. But she started to, to sing it a lot. <laughs> so much so that Georgia's actually picked up on it. Georgia, <laughs> a two-year-old. Georgia amalgamates it. So she says, all seven and we'll watch them fall. And then she mumbles the rest of a bit, and then it usually goes. It usually goes into Christmas pudding, Christmas pudding, <laughs> steaming hot. Then she comes back with, "And one day all seven will die." Wow. So Ge- <laughs> That's bleak. But, but what George has also picked up on is, uh, "My name is Prince and I am funky," <laughs> which is quite funny. So she'll go, "My name is Prince and I'm funky." <laughs> so, cut to the nativity this week. <gasps> I went to the dress rehearsal. Dress rehearsal? <laughs> the schools have dress rehearsal. And they said, could you please, any children, younger children, who's going to, you know, who would um, create, you know, may- maybe make a noise, please, can you bring them to the dress rehearsal? Wow. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was working anyway, so I couldn't make the actual performance. So I went along to the dress, <laughs> didn't tell Phoebe, because I only found out that day, and went along with Georgia. I was there with a couple of friends who were there, who's also, um, Matt's an actor and director. And Abby works for the the National, and she she gets costume sources, costumes and stuff. So we're there, and apparently the teacher said she was a little bit nervous because we were all watching it. Like so professionals, years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, uh, you know, Phoebe was a star. So I do want to talk to uh, head of casting at Edith Cavell Lower School because oh, you know, oh, literally, she's a, a star, star, not not a star. A star. <laughs> we're starting watching it, and um, you know, they're coming on this a few. They've got a few quirky songs. They've got uh, we've got a song from Coldplay. Which is a bit, uh, which is a little bit insipid. but I'm not a big Coldplay <laughs> fan, but it was all right. It was about, it was about a star. You probably know it about star, something about star. It's all right. Yeah, get stars. Of, yeah, yeah, another one. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you get a load of, you get a lot of sort of four, five year olds singing, and it's, it's, um, it's actually quite cute. And then they did a, a bizarre version of something with a star, and the star is gold, gold. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Which made me laugh. It got to another song, and then Georgia started, who was watching it, and I'd been feeding her uh raisins and sort of health healthy snacks and uh she started "It's phoebe it's funny hello phoebe so every time they stop, every time they stopped like, hello baby. phoebe phoebe it was kind of funny and people people were looking at her and then they started another song and then mary and joseph started to, to walk around again it got you know it was a bit like okay our sort of focus is gone and georgia <laughs> georgia starts <laughs> starts going all seven and we'll watch them fall. <laughs> the Sabbath at internet and Christmas pudding, Christmas. One day all seven will die. <laughs> and I, I'm grabbing her, laughing. And because I'm laughing, she's, she's, she she knows that it's funny. So she keeps doing it. And I'm sort of wanting to grab her mouth to stop her doing it. But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, I can't do that. You, can't, and then be, she's you like, can't gag your child, yeah. You can't. And then she's like, my name is Prince. <laughs> and <I'm, okay. laughs> and I do that thing where I'm sitting there laughing, and my sort of doing equivalent of a million sit-ups? Um, and people, some you know, not many people are looking, and I don't think many people could particularly hear, but a few people could hear. And then she just keeps doing it. And then Phoebe, hello, my name is Prince and <laughs> funky. Oh my god! I just thought that's brilliant. I thought uh, great. And That's what it's about. You know, that's what it's about the nativity, especially it's about that Prince. age. You know and the new power generation it's, not about- <laughs> it's just about those moments but i just i mean it, it 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 really sort of brightened it up for me and it was a it was a fun occasion it really was and everyone you know it sort of ticked all the boxes and and ev- and everyone was great but i just thought ah oh, that's just brilliant that's fantastic. just brilliant and that that age where you just think i'm gonna sing that's not even brilliant. thinking of its it. consequence
1: I love it. And the teachers are going, thank goodness we only invited them from the dress rehearsal and not the <laughs> show. <laughs> you saying about Prince there, though, uh, it reminded me of another kids' TV innuendo that I've, right. I've seen written, and I'll read out word for word what the conversation is in this thing. Obviously, it's going over the kids' heads, but I think this is quite bad for a kids' TV show. It's the Animaniacs. Do you know the Animaniacs? Yeah. Yeah, I, that, that was on years ago. That was yeah. great. it? Yeah, I know. It was great. Well, this is the conversation that's had. I've got it written down here. One of them is dressed up as a detective and says to the other one, "Dust for Prince."
0: Number one sister, dust for Prince.
1: <laughs> the other one goes away, comes back and says, "I found Prince," and is there holding Prince, aka symbol, aka the artist formerly known. No no no, fingerprints. And she she looks at Prince, Prince looks at her. They both look to the camera and she says, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, there's there's cheeky innuendo and that, that's quite that's quite much for yeah. a kids T V show, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's pretty yeah, important. pretty poor form.
1: Baby talk, but not baby talk with Perky and Man.
0: I went to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers at the O2 last week. Wow. Okay. Um, fantastic gig. And the, actually the lights as well. I've never seen lights so amazing. It was like 3D lights almost. It was, it was a kind of a mind trick. It was a it was very good. Wow. But what they didn't do is they didn't do under the bridge or can't stop. And actually, the very end of the gig suddenly was quite abrupt because we were waiting for at least one of those. When they did a lot of the, you know, they did a lot of the other big hits, and they did quite a few from the latest album, yeah. which I don't really know. But when you're that big and you've got that much of a back catalogue, you know, you can do that. And we found out that on the Monday we went to the Tuesday gig. On the Monday, they did both those. Wow, so okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. What it made me think is, you know, did we feel cheated? I think well. I guess if certain groups don't do certain songs, I guess if The Stones, for instance, didn't do Satisfaction, you know, people go, oh, I just, I just you know, I don't, I, I, I want them to play Satisfaction. You know, I'm sure they're, from every artist and or group, there's those songs that, that, you know, do you feel cheated? In the same way,
1: if someone's listening to the Dadcast and you don't mention The Rolling Stones at least once in the episode, people feel cheated. The reason being, the reason why I was
0: saying that is at Christmas... And I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, yeah. But at Christmas, as far as tradition... Tradition! What would not be Christmas if you didn't have that either one or two traditions? Okay, I've got a couple. So, uh,
1: well, I've got one at least. If I don't see the father ted christmas special that's my go-to every year (laughs) yeah okay cool i like that it's got the the largest lingerie department in (laughs) ireland Uh, (laughs) so if i don't see that that is that is the one thing i've got to i've got to see um i think what else Uh, even though they're naff and stupid and a complete waste of money crackers gotta pull a cracker
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: and, 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 yep. and also the final. So and the other thing is every year there's always a debate in our house. It gets to about mid-November and I'm going, we should go and get a Christmas tree. And Rachel's going, if we get one now, there'll be nothing on it by Christmas. And I say, we'll get a non-drop one. Yep. And then she goes, yeah, but non-drop doesn't mean non-drop. And I say, we'll spray it with glue or we'll get a second one. But there's always <laughs> that debate and always around the first week of December, near the end of the first week. It, we kind we, we kind of meet i think rachel would probably like it to be on the 20th of december i'd like it to be mid-november so we kind of you know we end yeah. up doing it in the first week of december so that's 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 for me i've got to have those things
0: um what about you for me it's uh the snowman watching the snowman on christmas eve wow never especially seen with it. the girls now you've never seen the snowman oh i must have done years ago i preferred the iron brew advert
1: there was an iron brew advert that used the snowman a couple of years ago that was that was good yeah
0: and also, listening on Christmas Day, um, Bing Crosby did a, a Christmas broadcast many years ago, and my dad had a, a copy of it on tape, and then I put that copy onto CD, and it's 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 got lots of pops and clicks actually because it's originally from vinyl, and I don't think you can get it anywhere. Maybe I should. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. But I listen to that every Christmas Day morning. To me, I need I need that. Those sort of things really make it. And then on the kind of quirky side, when we put up the Christmas tree and Christmas lights. Soph and I always seem to have a sort of a stressful falling out. Not an argument, but just a bit like, oh, oh, I just, oh, just it's too much. It's all too much. That's brilliant. Um, and, and Soph's very good at sort of going, oh, this is the colour scheme. And I'm a bit like, I just chuck stuff on here. Come on, a lots of colour. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's, it doesn't look very tasteful. And I was like, does it matter? And then she always does it and it always looks very good. So, you know, but it's the same. it's the same sort of mock argument every year it's um, great but yeah. it's part of the tradition isn't it
1: that that discussion that argument that kind of finding the the middle ground um we should we should kind of wrap up in a minute but before that you mentioned christmas songs what other christmas songs are your your top ones the
0: ones that you really want to listen to each year i love white christmas i like paul mccartney and yeah, although it, i'm not a, funny enough I'm, although i'm not a mariah carey fan per se i've got to admit it's a very good Christmas song. <laughs> it's great. Well, it is, though. It's a good, you know, you've sort of hats off, you know, it, it's good. Um, but also, and I know I'm now going off, off piece, slightly, but I like listening to all the, the sort of the classical songs as well, Christmas songs, you know stuff but i think i think that's great i i, I really like that oh you've um, changed richard you've changed i've got I've one changed. i've got one that
1: i'm gonna tweet so look at dadcast uk uh on twitter at dadcast uk it's by a band called fountains of Wayne, and it's called alien for christmas and it's such a good song and nobody ever plays it uh, okay yeah but yeah i, I, I want know, to hear that i want to hear that now i've got one thing to end on and this okay. is from someone called ib coffee and it's a little story about what to do when your kids are getting a little bit older and they start to doubt the man that is Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, In our family, we have a very special way of transitioning the kids from receiving from Santa to becoming a Santa. This way, the Santa (sighs) construct is not a lie that gets discovered, but an unfolding series of good deeds and Christmas spirit. When they are six or seven, whenever you see that dawning suspicion that Santa may not be a material thing, that means the child is ready. I take them out for coffee at the local wherever. We get a booth, order our drinks, and the following pronouncement is made. <laughs> you sure have grown an awful lot this year. Not only are you taller, but I can see that your heart has grown too. And then you point to two or three examples of empathetic behaviour, consideration of people's feelings, good deeds, etc. that the kid <laughs> has done. Then you say, in fact, your heart has grown so much that I think you are ready to become a santa claus wow then you say tell me the best things about santa what does santa get for all the trouble and you try to get them to not think about the mince pies and the drinks at every house but you get them to think about the good feeling you get when you've done something good for someone else and then you say Well, now you are ready to do your first job as Santa. And you've got to make sure that you maintain that proper conspiratorial tone. We then have the child choose someone they know, a neighbour usually. The child's mission is to secretly, deviously find out something that the person needs and then provide it, wrap it, deliver it, and never reveal to the target where it came from. Being a Santa isn't about getting credit, you see. It's unselfish giving. My oldest chose the witch lady on the corner. She was really horrible, had a fence around the house and would never let kids go in to get a stray ball or a frisbee. She'd yell at them to play quieter, a real pain in the backside. He noticed when we drove to school that she came out every morning to get her paper in her bare feet. So he decided that she needed slippers. So then we had to go spy and decide how big her feet were. We hid in the bushes one Saturday and decided she was a medium. We then went to the shop and brought warm slippers. He wrapped them and tagged it, Merry Christmas from Santa. After dinner one evening, he slipped down to her house and slid the package under her driveway gate. The next morning, we watched her waddle out to the paper, pick up the present and then go inside. My son was all excited and couldn't wait to see what would happen next. The next morning, as we drove off, there she was, out getting her paper, wearing the slippers. He was ecstatic. I had to remind him that no one could ever know what he did or he wouldn't be a Santa. When it came (sighs) for son two to join the ranks, my oldest came along and helped with the induction speech. They are both excellent gifters, by the way, and never felt that they had been lied to because they were let in on the secret of being a Santa. I think that's a really good, a good way of doing that. When you get to that, that's age with oh. your kids i think it's lovely
0: i think that's lovely too yeah really good story very good
1: well look that's it we should go we've we've had a bumper of a show it's probably the biggest one we've ever done a cracker of a show <laughs> it's a cracker <laughs> An absolute cracker. Um, we're going to be back for a new Year's special and in the meantime get in contact on all things we, we're really going to start doing this um, my dad is magic if you don't we've got some is, good things coming up, haven't we? We do. We've got a couple of great ones lined up. But if you want to get involved with that, then have a listen back to one of the previous shows, which is called My Dad Is Magic, and, and, and you can find out what mm. you have to do. If you want any of these presents from the Dream Toys goodie bag, yeah. just tweet us, Facebook us, email us, let us know. And um, have a wonderful Christmas. If this is your first Christmas as being a dad... Then wow, enjoy it. Absolutely enjoy yeah. it. It's going to be uh, brilliant, I think. Absolutely brilliant.
0: If it's your uh, 20th, then endure it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, have a great time and um, I'll speak to you on the other side of it.
0: On the other side. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas!
1: Subscribe to the Perkin Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com by tweeting at dadcastuk or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk